One of the things I can always count on is that there will always be confirmation. Now, what is confirmation? Confirmation is when you get that sign from the universe, that little synchronistic kismet moment that reassures you that what you're doing is right. And the fact that Anchor by Spotify makes everything so easy to record my podcast and upload it, I've got episodes lined up for the rest of the year, all in one place, because everything can be done either on my desktop or on my phone. Anchor has the tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast anywhere, right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. I would suggest downloading the Anchor app or going to anchor.fm to get started because the one thing that could happen is you put out something that everyone needs to hear and you get confirmation of exactly what you needed. Even though there are millions of podcasts already, the world doesn't have yours. Join Anchor today. Welcome to a late night tarot pool mini said. <laughs> I usually draw cards all throughout the day, but my favorite time to work with tarot cards is, no, I don't even say it's my favorite time. I'm working with them right now, and I'm really excited to read the message that came up after I just recorded another podcast, and uh, I use different types of tarot cards. Um, you can call it tarot or tarot or tarot or whatever. It's all the same. Uh, say it however the fuck you want. Um, I like to use, there's like traditional tarot, uh, which is like the cards that have, you know, the wands and the cups and those old medieval kind of drawings on them. And I use those cards, uh, but I like to listen to other people give readings to those cards uh, more actually, because um, that's just not the, I didn't lean towards that when I started studying tarot. I don't even know why I'm saying it like that. When I started studying tarot, um, gosh, how long ago was it? Oh, a little over 11 years, I guess. I was, yeah, it was about 11 years ago um, when I first got my first deck of tarot cards. And I started working with a bunch of different kinds because uh, I wanted different messages for different times. I didn't want the same deck to just talk to me over and over again. So I would use um, different varieties of like, uh, angel cards or, um, and I didn't really feel resonant with angel cards because I don't have a very like dogmatic, uh, I like left the church when I was like 12 years old, left the Jehovah's witness cult <laughs> when I was 12 years old and, uh, told my mom I didn't want to go to that church anymore. And she was like, okay, that's fine. Um, which hello, that's dope. Um, uh, but, um, so I didn't really resonate with things like angel cards for a long time until I got farther, uh, into my work and, you know, realized that it, it, it was just like a, a, a weird, like, I don't have that relationship with them anymore. Um, but the cards that I'm using tonight and the ones that I've been using quite frequently, they, they've, they've gotten used quite a lot in the past couple years are the medicine cards uh, by Jamie, uh, by Jamie Sams, and, uh, I, I don't know, um, 
David Carson Carson is the other person that helped made these cards. And these cards are wonderful. Uh, they are medicine cards. They're indigenous medicine cards. Uh, so it says the discovery of power through the ways of animals. And this deck just lists all of the medicine cards. There are 44. And they range from the eagle to the hummingbird. And the card that I just drew was the swan. And I'm going to briefly tell you about this deck because this is a mini-sode. Um, so I'm going to briefly tell you about this deck and why I like to use this deck because it's not, uh, it's just a, it's like a one and done. It's like, what animal is going to come to me today? And the indigenous believed that whenever an animal spirit came to you, it was delivering that medicine for you because each medicine, each animal carries a medicine. And whenever it showed up to you, it was delivering that medicine for you. That's the medicine that you needed at that time. So every interaction with a creature was sacred. So every time you saw your dog, every time you saw your wolf, every time you saw, you know, the bear or the raven or the, you know, or the crow or, you know, the eagle, it was, it was, it was carrying that medicine for you and delivering something for you specifically. So from this book, it says to understand the concept of medicine in the Native American way, one must redefine medicine. The medicine referred to in this book is anything that improves one's connection to the great mystery and to all of life. This would include the healing of the body, mind, and spirit. So this medicine also brings personal power, strength, and understanding. Um, our fellow creatures, the animals, exhibit habit patterns that will relay these messages of healing to anyone uh, who is open to receiving the messages, basically. Um, when you call upon the power of an animal, you're asking it to be drawn into complete harmony with the strength of this creature's essence. So like when you call upon the eagle, call upon that shit. Be like, I want that eagle medicine, bro. Like, I want, <laughs> I want to have the eagle powers. Like, <laughs> Yes. So I drew the swan. So I'm going to just jump right to it. It's number 39. Um, the swan is very resonant for me because when I was younger, I used to watch this cartoon about these two swans who fall in love, and they're, they're just so in love, and it's just so beautiful and so graceful. Um, anyway, so it says, Little Swan flew into dream time looking for the future. She rested for a moment in the coolness of the pond, looking for a way to find the entry point to the future. This was a moment of confusion for Swan, as she knew she had not happened into the dream time by accident. This was her first flight alone, and she was a bit concerned by the dream time landscape. So it starts out with a story, clearly, of a swan. It tells you like a little indigenous story so that you understand the, you understand the medicine that's coming. A swan looked high above Sacred Mountain. She saw the biggest swirling black hole she had ever seen. Dragonfly came flying by, and Dragonfly has came up in my cards for the past two nights. Um, the story of Dragonfly is that it gets tricked it, Dragonfly is actually a dragon, and it gets tricked into turning into dragonfly, and it has to remain in that form. Uh, dragonfly said, Swan, this is the doorway to the other planes of imagination. I have been guardian of the illusion for many, many moons, because clearly it's a dragon. If you want to enter there, you would have to ask permission and earn the right. That goes back to asking for what you want. Uh, Swan was not sure what uh, that she wanted to enter Swan was not sure that she wanted to enter the black hole. She wasn't sure she wanted to enter the void, basically. 
She asked Dragonfly what was necessary for her to earn entry, and he replied, you must be willing to accept whatever the future holds as it is presented without trying to change Great Spirit's plan. Swan looked at her ugly little duckling body and then answered, I will be happy to abide by Great Spirit's plan. I won't fight the currents of the black hole. I will surrender to the flow of the spiral and trust what I am shown. Trust what I am. I want to rewrite that and put yourself as you are the great spirit. You're not, you know, you will be happy to abide by your plan because you know that you're in flow and that you'll trust what you're being shown because you already know. Dragonfly was very happy with Swan's response and began to spin the magic to break the pond's illusion. Suddenly, Swan was engulfed by a whirlwind in the center of the pool. Swan reappeared many days later, but now she was graceful and white and long-necked. Dragonfly was stunned. Swan, what happened to you? He explained. Swan smiled and said, Dragonfly, I learned to surrender my body to the power of great spirit and was taken to where the future lives. I saw many wonders high on Sacred Mountain, and because of my faith and my acceptance, I have been changed. I have learned to accept the state of grace. Dragonfly was happy with Swan. Uh, Swan told Dragonfly many of the wonders beyond the illusion. Through her healing and her acceptance of the state of grace, she was given the right to enter the dream time. So it is that we learn to surrender to the grace of the rhythm of the universe and slip from our physical bodies into the dream time. Swan medicine teaches us to be one with all planes of consciousness and to trust in great spirit's protection. I had a Reiki session one time where I was vibrating so, like my my lips, everything was vibrating on, I was vibrating literally at when I got off the table. And the person just sat there, the healer, and he just said, always know that you're loved, guided, and supported. And I just cried, it was great. It was fucking great. So um, trust in the protection and trust that you're loved and guided and supported. If you pulled Swan and Usher's time of altered states of awareness. Ooh, I love these cards. I get so excited to dream. I have such vivid dreams. I love when like dream cards come up. Um, it ushers in a time of altered states of awareness and of development of your intuitive abilities. Swan medicine people have the ability to see the future, to surrender to the power of great spirit and to accept the healing and transformation of your lives. The swan card is telling you to accept your ability to know what lies ahead. Oh, what did I just fucking say? If you're resisting your self-transformation, relax. It will be easier if you go with the flow. Stop denying that you know who is calling when the phone rings. Yes, bitch, you know. Um, pay attention to your hunches and your gut knowledge and honor your female intuitive side. Yes, you kings. You honor that female intuitive side. You know what's going on, too. Don't act like y'all ain't psychic as shit. Y'all just don't talk about it as much. Like, y'all know. Don't act like you don't. We hear you. We see you, kings. If you, uh, The contrary is if you pull this one in reverse, it's a warning that you must acknowledge what you know. So stop denying your feelings and clutching up. Um, whatever I say... If it resonates with you, good. If it doesn't resonate with you, it's not for you. Let it fall away. You may be bumping into furniture or forgetting what you're saying in mid-sentence. If so, this is a sign that you're not grounded. Jump in place and hold the top of your head as you do so. This will get you back in touch with the earth and keep you from wandering into dreamy reality that lessens your focus. So this literally is putting a cap on the top of your head, like putting a cap on the top of your uh crowd chakra and um, jumping up and down so that you're up, you know, so that you're on the ground. Um, in any case, Swan Reverse says that you need to pay some attention to your body. It can seem as if you are flying without a pilot's license. If you are not aware 
of when you take off or land. Not recognizing a shift from left brain to right brain is common when you are evolving spiritually. And that's been the theme of what the podcast was today, was evolving spiritually. This is all a part of developing the intuitive side of your nature and is a sign that you are not being conscious of your entry into the levels of awareness. In the development of higher mind, you are embarking on new territory that has rules and universal laws of its own. In the world of spirit, you need to pay close attention to the unseen. You have seen, you have, you may sense or feel in a slightly different way, but this is gradual. Sometimes this shift is lost among your normal activities and you feel spaced out. All these moments, at these moments, it is time to reconnect to the earth. The solution to a contrary swan is notice your surroundings and touch the earth with your feet, hands, or both. Focus on one reality or the other. If you're being called to visit the dream time, which is the ethereal realm, stop what you're doing and be still. Dream time doesn't necessarily mean you're sleeping. Enter the silence and empty your mind of chatter. Be receptive and open to the message that may enter your consciousness. If you are just preoccupied, daydreaming, or spacey, you need to focus on doing some physical activity. Use the uh, reasoning side of your brain to make a list of what you need to do next and then stop, uh, stop the clutter in your mind that may be causing the confusion, which you can use crystals to do that. So I have to end this because it literally has to end because it's supposed to be a small episode. So that's the card of the day for metaphysical card pull or whatever the fuck this is going to be called. Bye.